So, the Green Lord uh, sits down on the ground in front of you, and uh, he seems to not quite know where to begin with his story. He looks a little concerned and sort of head creasing. Oh, I don't really know where to start. Um, um, you can start at the beginning, but like only the relevant bit. I once asked somebody to tell me a story from the beginning, and they started from the dawn of time. So, can you not do that? But still from the beginning? Well, the, the recent past, by God's standards. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, times are uh, changing. <laughs> Magic just uh, isn't as mysterious and beyond comprehension as it once was. You know, that's cool for some, but you know, it was kind of my whole deal, my whole selling point. Well, don't talk yourself down. You have other selling points, probably. I, I sure, sure, but... Uh, a lot of people don't seem to agree. You know, I got fewer and fewer people wanting to go into the woods and worship the old green guy. And uh, Oh, they're missing out. <laughs> don't I know it. When you're a god, you, you need those relationships to stay connected to the real world, or you start to fade back into the realm of the deities. <laughs> Let me tell you, that place is boring. What, what's, it, what's it like there? I'd imagine a world of deities is just... Really fun, because you can all fuck shit up however you want. Not really. We just kind of lie around eating grapes. Okay, that and, also uh, sounds that sounds great, eh? It's great eh? for a time, but not for 10,000 million years. Gets a kind of samey. I don't think I could even imagine 10,000 million years. Oh god, neither can I. <clears throat> so, where was I? Oh yeah, <clears throat> so there I was, uh... Wondering how I could get some more followers, so uh, I asked my brothers for help. And uh, Red Lord says I should start a war, but that's not really my style. No, I can't see you doing that. Blue says I should get drunk. That was my style, but it didn't really work. It didn't really solve any of my problems. And uh, then Yellow offered me a loan. He uh, gave me some power to stay in the world in exchange for a few thousand souls took the deal, gave him the souls of a thousand trees. I kind of pissed him off, I think. But, you know, it's my brother. I'm supposed to, you know, piss him off. That's, that's how it works. Okay. I've never had a brother, so I wouldn't know. No. No. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Terry. Terry Beard. Ah, Terry. The last of my true followers. He came to the woods of his own free will. He loved it. He was just like me. Well the me I try to be. I knew Yellow would come for Terry, so I had to protect him. had to keep him safe. And then, well, then there was this fire. And I couldn't couldn't stop it in time. He was, uh, he he got caught, and he was he was choking. He was about as dead as Ash. I made him an offer. I'd save his soul. But I couldn't save the trees as well, and he kept telling me to go save the trees. And uh, even though he was on his dying legs, he, he ran out trying to put the fire out, trying to save those trees. And while he was running around, he found a dragonborn, alone, scared, and well, in need of some protection and a helping hand. Um, he realized can I he make could... a guess? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was you, kid. Oh, oh, oh God! So, I mean, oh, you, I guess. 
<laughs> well, we made a deal. He wanted to save you, but he couldn't save the trees, so we start working together. And I've worn his face ever since. But now, Yellow's calling in his debts. Terry's soul's been taken by the dream, by the Yellow Lord. I can't stop it, but I think maybe you can help me, Perrin. Uh, uh, so, when I've known you, have I known you, or have I known Terry, or have I known, like, like both of you, like, uh, like a glary combo? Well, us guards, sometimes we gotta take a mortal shape, and, uh, my old one was getting a little, little rotten in the old age, and... Wait, so, rotten? Yeah, I tried to use trees to build a body, it didn't really work. Holy shit, that's cool. It was cool, but just not very um, uh, long-lived. That's um, ironic, because trees tend to live fucking ever. Not when you would root them. No, no I suppose not. But, uh, yeah, sometimes a god's gotta, gotta take a mortal vessel, and... Well, you've, you've known me in this vessel, and... Uh, think you know for a while Terry was was there but as Yellow has been taking up his debts and taking him away from me it's just a shell now it's real sad I hope we can find him somewhere in there can but we I'm... can we save Terry Beard can we save Terry Beard I, I think we can I've seen what you can do kid oh, I, I can only giants. do I can only do it through the, the grace that you grant me. Well, you're in luck. Because I'm going to come with you, kid. <gasps> I'll uh, stay invisible for as long as I can. I, your, your friends don't need the uh, awe and splendour of a guard giving them the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> oh, I think they'd so. love you. They're very nice people. They only murder some people. But uh, your spell should be a little more powerful since I'll be close at hand. And I'll tell you when I sense that the Yellow Lord is close and... And we can uh, target the investigations. Uh, see what he's keeping the souls. See what he's doing with them. Uh, what do you say? Oh, I'm trying to think of a pun about souls. Um, I'm soul in. Eh? 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 Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> uh, Pen and Victrina. Uh, how do you sort out what you do with the orphans? Um, well, I thought we'd given them back. I've not, I don't want to keep but, uh, Yes. Well, you know, they're messy and yeah. they take up a lot of space. And loud. You heard them. I mean, they're so well, noisy. I was trying to read to them from a Necromonicon. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that went down about as well as you would expect it to, in that now they're all crying. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just went by what my mother used to do. Your mother is not a good example of this mothering. This explains a lot. Have you not been around any children? Well, I turned out well. well. You just read the Necronomicon to a bunch of cute orphans and made them cry. I imagine um, a few of the orphans tried to steal your glasses and stuff. Well, as is, does Pen wear glasses? I think he, he does. He has a he has a monocle. A monocle. Okay, cool. Yes, look, they've stolen your monocle. Now they're doing um. impressions of you. <laughs> I assume you've got spares. I have spares. <laughs> and I have scally as well. Got two monocles, one, one in each ear, one in each eye. <laughs> one in each ear. I can threaten to get scally to get the monocle back, <gasps> but uh, 
I'd rather <laughs> not go that far. So once you've uh, sorted out where the orphans are going, I think you you put them back in the orphanage. How do we put them back in the orphanage? Um, do we just kind of throw them out? I, I would hope you were a little less um, <laughs> violent about it. No, no, I did say, I did say, um, what I was going to do was I was going to, um, what was I going, going to, to float do now? Them down? I was going to float them down. Oh God. Well, yes. Uh, oh, oh, right. Oh, with your floaty spell. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'll give you a point of inspiration. Cause I already like, have a I point like of image. inspiration, so I can't I can't oh, take another one. Keep hold of it. Keep hold of it then. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I think inspiration is supposed to like run out after a while. Does I can't it? Remember how long I think it's 10 minutes in game. Really? It's very short. Yeah. I, that's it? bad I, I inspiration rules. Like... I don't know if DM inspiration is different. Mm. I think um, DM inspiration. I, I will is say once per long rest. When you float so the orphans down, can you float their puppies down as well, please? <laughs> well, yes, of course. They can hold the puppies as they're floating Aww. down, and that can that will calm any of them who don't like heights. I cannot be the responsible I, I... for any mess that arrives on the decking downstairs for. Oh, God. Uh, so after this not not at all farcical display, hmm. um, uh, you head down to the orphanage uh, and uh, Lisa... Oh, do we get to float um, down too? I mean, if you I want to. I'm a little to. bit heavy Ooh, for yeah. that. I might have to use the ladder. So Lisa still looks a little bit hopeful. Like she's like bouncy and uh, is ex- excited by this small measure of success, and is just kind of like, oh well, shame we didn't have any uh, camera people around to capture our glorious victory here. It would have done us some good in the in the press, I'm sure. Yes, yeah, our, our wonderful heroics at rescuing all the orphans with a skeleton. Yes. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. so maybe it is good that they didn't see that bit. What's over the skeleton part? Hmm. Yes. Uh, let's um, let's go find the others. Maybe they had a more dramatic and uh, uh, more photogenic uh, success. <laughs> um, Aguilad, I you feel very ill. Uh, you and Captain Biscuit are both in this infirmary, uh, and kind of in a bad way. Uh, there's a Dragonborn doctor who's kind of hurrying between you, frantic and worried. Um, Aguilad, I think you pass out occasionally and you have sort of flashes of weird dreams. What kind of dreams does Aguilad have? Usually weird ones. Is it mostly black pudding based? Uh, goats and mountains and yeti and tobogganing and for some reason he always has this weird dream about this bald guy who keeps telling him to sew. <laughs> bald guy wearing a red jumper who keeps telling him no not to make not to sew but to make it so and he can never understand what that means uh, it's a mystery that will go down for the ages it is yeah um, does Aquilad's dreams of Yeti uh, have a different tone to them now yes mm. now the Yeti are just yeah, like weird moth eaten things but before there were these great big towering glorious beasts that needed saving and now now he just mm. walks away from them can i ask are the dreams mm. of a bald-headed guy particularly engaging they are very <laughs> engaging yes <laughs> uh, 
so uh, Perrin, I think like after you finished your conversation with the Green Lord, you and uh, you meet up with Pen and Victrina uh, just as they're heading into the uh, infirmary. So you all see Aguilad and Captain Biscuit uh, having some medical troubles here. Uh, what do you do? Um, oh, actually, can I do something really nice? You can try. I'm, I'm going to check my spell list to see if I can. Oh, I keep forgetting I'm not playing a bard anymore. Um, I was going to conjure up some flowers or something. Um, I just bounce over and say, you better yet? <laughs> He's got a scratch. <laughs> Would you like some new milk? Um... Don't! You won't be able to stop! I think I'll you could, pass, You thanks. could dip your black pudding in it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You tried to poison uh, me. <laughs> it's, it has health-giving properties. It's got vitamins B through Z. Um, and <laughs> it's wanna, full I don't want to eat bees. Nitromores. It's got vitamin pie in it. Yes, just the best the Greek kind of vitamin. pie. I think I'll pass, thanks. I'm feeling a little bit queasy. I think I, think I did once make a fake advert for new milk that said, now with vitamin 7. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> vitamin uh, Q, which is good for... Waiting in a long line. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Dragonborn medic is uh, bustling about, and uh, he grabs a small vial of some clear liquid and dips it on a cloth before pressing it to Agolad's forehead. Uh, you feel a little better and you can sit up after this. Well, I did say last week that I was meditating, so I'm going to use my wholeness of mm. body as well. Yeah, I think your meditation has helped you a little bit. Well, yeah, it uh, gives me 18 hit points back. Oh, nice. Uh, Captain Biscuit, not quite so lucky. Uh, the Doctor says... Uh, well, that's, uh, that's all I can do for now, I'm afraid. This is uh, acute magical radiation sickness. It's a dreadful fate. Slowly the radiation will break down your molecules and disintegrate your entire body until there's nothing left. It's quite fascinating. No! Uh, How can we help her? Well, um, on the plus side, you will turn a very fetching shade of blue no. before that happens, so that's good. No, no, um, there's another way. There's another way. Well, there is a cure. Uh, unless, I'm afraid it's very difficult to acquire. Um, you will need water from the Fountain of Youth. And, well, I'm afraid it's almost completely dried up. And uh, they keep what's left of it in the vaults of the most secure place in the whole of Draconia. The Golden Morgan Bank. I'm writing this down. Uh, I'm afraid your uh, captain here is uh, doesn't have your halfling's constitution. I would advise bed rest, but without the fr- fountain, I don't know if she'll last two days. Uh, 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 oh dear. Uh, it sounds like we may have to go on a quest. Did you ever hear the epic saga of the eight oceans? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we can take uh, some pointers. Uh, Lisa looks horrified and she tries to sit down but misses her chair and lands on the floor and she says, it's my fault I wanted to come here I wanted to do a big heroic gesture for some good press and now my best friends are going to die well only Captain Biscuit 
Nobody's going to die. Well, no. Nobody's going to die. And even um, if they do... Master Monk here, um, (laughs) your constitution may keep you on your feet, but the radiation is still inside you. Is is it going to turn Agrilad blue as well? Almost certainly. Oh, dear. You mean um, I'm going to become a Smurf? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Briefly, yes. We'll get you a little white hat. Uh, How this is going to work um, uh, mechanically is at the end of every session, uh, until you can find the cure, uh, you will take some necrotic damage. Uh, At the end of this session, it will be 2d6, and it will go up by 1d6 every session. Oh boy. Oh, blimey. And as we know, we're incredibly quick players who rush through situations. <laughs> uh, it's put, putting, a, putting a time limit on your... Uh, a ticking clock on this quest. So that, that new milk you've got... How many, bo- how many, bottles, have you, how many bottles have you got? Because I think I'm going to well, need it. I've got um, a bottle that mysteriously refills. Um, I think it refills once every long rest. Yes. I think we've we established yeah. that early on. So um, you can have some new milk after we've had a long rest. But I don't think it would be... I don't think I could keep ahead of the necrotic damage if the necrotic damage is going up by a d6 every time. What's a d6? It's a medical term. It's um, a medical okay, term, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be certain this doesn't count as a curse, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Mm. Damn Does it. it count as poison? No, it doesn't. It's necrotic. So you don't get. I don't get the, my advantage or resistance. Yeah. No. No, I thought of that. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Um, are you? Uh, does Agrilad like kind of this blue? Is it like glowy? <laughs> it's not like Avatar: The Last Airbender. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was thinking more like the guy from the British Gas Atlas. Or Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you could toast a sausage on the radiation. I might have to change my name to. I Chirenka. wouldn't advise eating said sausage. Uh, what do you do to try and uh, console Agrilad? Agrilad is uh, stiff upper lip and all that. Oh. But what are you going to do about Captain Biscuits? We're going to save her. Yeah, we're going to yes. save her. She's going to die a lot quicker than you, so if we're going to save her, we should probably Lisa, get her about. You know you wanted your heroic moment? Yeah. You might want to call a journalist, because we are going to do some hero shit. But, I hope you're right. But it her. sounds oh, like we're to going be. to be robbing a bank. Yeah, that heroic. Is, that is hero shit. Heroically yeah. robbing a bank. <laughs> is, well, I'm just thinking well, from a PR angle. Why well, vote for somebody who robbed a bank? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, also, you know, if there's a fountain of youth, just you know, and the bank are keeping it from people, and it's something that could make sick people better, then that's morally wrong. Do we know any timermancers? <laughs> wibbly wobbly timermancers. Yeah, we get a timermancer to send us back in time to when the fountain of youth was really, really full. Or then throw <laughs> you a time in. heist. There was Doctor Watson. Come out as a baby. Drat. There is a spell, but I don't have it. <laughs> oh no. We, sh- we could get in touch with Doctor Unusual. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Hey. Um, 
So the orphanage uh, starts moving again, its uh, massive legs striding through the water with ease. Uh, the zeppelin being pulled along by a tether, you know, all your stuff's in there, you don't want to leave it behind. Uh, but this orphanage is moving pretty so fast. the orphanage has got a balloon on a string. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, and some of the kids probably have a balloon as well as they're watching it. Uh, Perrin, you must be excited to be around so many Dragonborn, even if they're little kids. Yeah, I think I am. What does Perrin do? Uh, do they try and interact with the... With the oh, yes. Oh, boy. Yes. What does this look like? Hello. Just bounding up to a group of children enthusiastically. Hello. Are you, are you an adventurer? Yeah. Yeah, I do cool shit. Oh, stuff? Shit? Stuff. <gasps> you said a bad word. Shit, yeah, shit, 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 shit. Shit, shit, and all the co- all the kids start chorusing. Shit, 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 shit. And Please don't the, call uh, me shit, shit. Don't remember <laughs> me for shit. All the guardians, uh, the the adult guardians, are like, "Oh no, not again! What have you done?" So, so, what's it like growing up with other dragonborn? It's shit. <laughs> I said the thing that you, you said. You did. You're very clever. I wish I, I was am, that clever. I'm the cleverest one. <laughs> Do you, do you want to see a pie? Yeah. I made a pie. Yeah. And uh, this little dragonborn reaches into a bag and pulls out a rock and hands it to you. The rock has the word pie written on it. This is a rock. No, eat it. It's a pie. No, no, no. It's a, it's a rock. Unless it's April Fools. It's a pie. It's September. Oh. Well, pretend it's April and eat it because it's a pie. Okay. And I go and I bite into the frog. Uh, all the children start laughing at you. <laughs> you fell for the trick. You fell for the trick. I know. I'm very silly. <laughs> uh, do they actually try and rescue parents in this situation? <laughs> Please. No. I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Perrin proudly. They make, a, they make a great parent, they do. Uh, after a few hours of the um, the orphanage walking, uh, it uh, sort of goes over the sea and comes to land, uh, rises above the water on its ridiculously long legs and strides onto a beach. Uh, the country before you is vast and rolling with meadows in various colours. Uh, you see, again, more dragonborn working the land. Uh, you see flashes of metal lines running up and down the landscape. Uh, with little locomotives running up and uh, along the tracks. Uh, the orphanage tramples its way across the land, causing some uh, havoc, I'm sure, mm-hmm. uh, until it crests a hill and you see something that takes all of your attention. It's another set of massive metal legs, but each leg is three times the size of this orphanage and there's like a hundred of them. These legs are holding up an entire city. Oh, wow. Towers and trees and bridges and domes and castles. A wandering city that rises over the land with majesty. Oh, my. Um, yes, the wandering city of Draconia. <gasps> the moving capital. Wait. Wow. Yes, it used to move around a lot more, but I fear the reactor has uh, shut down uh, in recent times. Uh, they I, uh, fell into debt, I think. I thought that... Couldn't afford to keep it running. The moving city was a, was a metaphor for just how... I didn't realise... Oh, wow. How did the city fall into debt? 
Well, they had uh, the, the new chancellor had a lot of um, public investment programs, and uh, they had to get the money from somewhere. And I believe the uh, the bank gave them the loan, and uh, well, then they couldn't pay it back in time, and uh, so the, uh, the old reactor had to be shut down. So the bank owns the city. Uh, well, in all but name. Hmm. Uh, the orphanage clambers up one of the legs, uh, leaning back somewhat alarmingly uh, as it comes to the outer edge about half a mile off the ground. Uh, now close up, the city looks uh, like most of the other cities you've encountered along your journey. Uh, you can see temples and shops and concert halls and museums and tower blocks and houses and between them all there's this winding train track network. Uh, in the centre of the city you see a huge golden building with a glowing dome atop it. Uh, Sister Mister, the uh, head of the orphanage, uh, points to it and says, Yes, the Golden Morgan Bank sits atop the city's main reactor. At the time, it seemed like a good idea, since the bank had good security, but it has given them unlimited power over the nation. Well, that always seems like a bad thing. Oh, dear. Uh, Lisa pipes up and says, um, Perrin, you were friendly with the Chancellor, weren't you? Maybe we should go and talk to her. She might have a way of getting us into the bank. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm always good at friending. Good. Excellent. We'll use parents' friend skills to get us into the bank. Right. Oh, uh, we I, might I... need to come up with some false identities if we're going to do a proper heist. I can make some false moustaches, I think. Can, can I ask a quick question? Yes. Whilst I think I'm quite good at friending, I've only really been doing it recently. Mm. Do you think my friend skills are good enough? Well, you seem to hit it off quite well with the Chancellor. Okay. I think on, and okay. she did call you. I think honesty is always the best policy. Except, Except when, when so you go up a heist. and say, Hello, we would like to get some water of you to save our friend. Um. Well... We can give it a go. Well, yes. Uh, or we could ask for a tour. Oh, I'd like a tour because I'm interested in, oh. in, you know, the reactor and why the reactor is in the middle of the bank and whether that's controlled by a water spirit, an elemental. Wasn't it an elemental? Um, and it was an elemental. Maybe that's why the water has dried up. Oh, Mr. Agralat. Aye. Have you still got those shoes? What shoes? Um, the shoes of invisibility. Oh yeah, the shoes of invisibility from the very first, from the very first art. When we pretended to be a unicorn. No, a centaur. Um, no, I don't. Oh dear, I'll have to have a look on the airship (laughs) and see if I can find them. A very quick look. Right, okay. Okay, won't be long. It's a long way up. Okay, you head up onto the airship. Uh, I think Lexi has helped Captain Biscuit uh, up there so that they can use their med bay up there because um, Captain Biscuit just feels a bit more comfortable where she knows what's going on. And without children um, and round. Why, yes. do, why, why, Apart from why Timmy. don't we just sneak into the bank underneath the city like we did with the reactor here? So it's, a, so it's an option. Why don't we go and explore the city first? See what we can find yeah, out. 
Well, we've got very yes. limited time, otherwise Captain Biscuit might die. Know, so, well, we can do it really quickly. Like it's a big city. <laughs> well, there's two yeah. plans, aren't there, really? One, I'm not even here. Ignore me. <laughs> I think <laughs> that if Pen was here, he would say there were two plans, really. Why? <laughs> Sounds like the sort of thing he'd say. <laughs> so there's a plan to break um, into the, the bank under the city and a plan to try and get in in a less nefarious fashion. <laughs> in a less what? Uh, nefarious. Means sneaky. What fairy's got to do with it? Well, they're sneaky. Ah, right. Um, the orphanage uh, makes its way towards a rather impressive-looking building that smells amazing. Do all the buildings walk around? Uh, it, no, but you, you do see some buildings that walk around. Uh, it seems to be kind of the fashion around here uh, to have moving buildings. Um, there's this one building in particular that you're heading to that isn't a moving one. Uh, but it does smell quite nice. Uh, a smell that makes you quite hungry uh, as you take in a big gulp of air. Uh, it's got uh, massive antlers. And uh, the smell kind of reminds you of a curry. Um, but a little plainer. Uh, it's sort of this uh, white, uh, tiny, tiny uh, grains of uh, right, uh, white, uh, not quite pasta-like substance um, on this hall with antlers. And some of you may have guessed it, but uh, Sister Mister points out just yes, the rice stag. I knew oh, that was coming. Oh, I could just, as soon as you started Jeez. talking about the antlers, I was like, there is a terrible incoming pun. <laughs> yes, the rice stag. That smells making me really hungry, and I really, really mm-hmm. could do with some food. <laughs> Uh, you'll find the Chancellor here. Be warned, she may not be able to offer you as much help as uh, you want. Um, if you want to get into the bank, it'll put her in a difficult position. The bank, of course, holds the nation's debts, and uh, they can be called on if Mr. Morgan feels threatened. And uh, that could bank. Now, is it country. actually rice, Joel? Because, you know, um, I know that you're not sure how rice works. <laughs> it smells like rice and it looks like rice. Joel, what does rice smell like? Moving on. Has Joel actually learned how to cook rice yet? Does Joel understand? I have, I, I have eaten rice that Joel's rice. prepared. I've been in the vicinity. Rice does have a smell. It's kind. It's it, it's very wholesome. It depends on the type of rice. Yeah, that's yes, true. I suppose it does. Uh, I go out oh, of my way smell. for these puns. <laughs> We've noticed. Um, <laughs> incidentally, Perrin, uh, you're in a, now in a city full of Dragonborn. Uh, some are older, some are younger. Uh, there's Dragonborn merchants, politicians, and street entertainers. And uh, this is just in the courtyard uh, before the uh, entrance to the rice stack. Uh, has Perrin exploded? Uh, <laughs> yes, Perrin will now be exiting the game because they are dead. <laughs> uh, no, I think <laughs> the thing that Perrin's experiencing that they didn't expect is how nobody's giving them a weird look like in most places they've been they have been so acutely aware that someone has always been looking at them with slight suspicion um and they've always felt somehow othered and they they know that part of the reason why they've got this this really chirpy persona is to make them themselves feel less threatening but here 
nobody is paying them a second glance, and that feels weird. I think you feel a sort of encouraging invisible hand on your shoulder as you're having this... I firstly <laughs> jump out of my... like, almost jump, and then I remember what has happened earlier <laughs> in the episode. Well, that made my little grinchy heart grow. Uh, Three sizes, Perry. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Uh, I think the others are the ones getting the weird looks um, this time. So it is a nice change. I mean, ideally, uh, nobody would be getting weird looks. But <laughs> if somebody gives me a weird look, I'd stride uh, up to them and extend my hand and say, We trade the crested grape, new milk. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> uh, make make a charisma check, Regina, wow. quickly. I think I'm charismatic, <laughs> but I'm really not. Why are you in marketing? <laughs> fell into it by accident when I left the army. That was... Oh, good grief. That is a non-natural 22. Oof. Uh, I think you sell a couple of bottles of new milk. Some, you sell some subscriptions to new milk. <laughs> I'm going to get a promotion. <laughs> Mr. Ackroy, lad, I have the shoes. That's forgetting one thing, lad. What? I'm halfling. I don't wear shoes. Oh dear, and I can't... Yeah, is there anybody... I think Victrina's the Do only one who me? can wear shoes. And I can't wear them. I have hoofs. Do the shoes fit me? Oh dear. So, yeah, Victrina's probably the one that's going to need the most um, hiding, okay. perhaps. Uh, because you're the, the big elf fighter. Yes, with I will take armor. the shoes. I'll squeeze my big elf feet into them. Okay. Uh, if I recall correctly, the shoes only keep you invisible okay. as long as you're moving. So do I have to kind of jog on the spot? Uh, so you... Sounds tiring. Yeah, <laughs> which will make your armour kind of jangle. I assume you can turn the effect off as well. Uh, yeah, sure. There's like a button. Otherwise, it's going well, to be it's going to be very disconcerting to have bottles of new milk appearing out of nowhere. <laughs> that, that, that turns the effect off by just standing still. Well, that yes. as well. Oh yes, well that that as well. Um, or just taking them off, uh, but you know, if you're in the heat of an adventure, you don't want to. Well, just, uh, wait, yeah, can I'm, I just I'm going to put them on. If, if you take one shoe off, does that mean you're only half invisible? Only from one yeah. side. Uh, yeah, the the bottom half, um, <laughs> the left half. I'm going to put them on. <laughs> no, I think I'm it's funny if it's the bottom half. The bottom on the side. Uh, is it like they've okay, got like, yeah. a compass in the heel? Sure, Ooh. yeah, and they light oh, up. Like... <laughs> no, no, no they Heelys. don't light up. They're Heelys. So they're Excellent. Oh my god, right, I amazing. am going to start Heelying about all over the place. These are <laughs> well, uh, Lisa reminds you, uh, we do need to get into that bank. Uh, we need to save Aguilad no, and I Captain I look like that woman out of Temple with Green who's um... got all the dogs. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um... Shall we find the Chancellor first, or shall we break into the bank first? Well, you'll hear about the uh, the rice We should probably where, find where the, where the Chancellor, the chancellor is, as they are here in this building. This ostentatiously okay. horned, rice-filled hall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bessie is sort of tied off uh, outside the, the rice stag, and the orphanage goes wandering off uh, on its own adventures, presumably. Um Inside the building, you're met by some security, but Lisa sort of flashes her ID, and uh, you're taken to a lavish reception room. Uh, some nice long couches, some ottomans, uh, tables that have got nibbles on them, all the mm. good stuff. I have many snacks. <laughs> Most people call them nibbles to aggrelad their uh, entire meal. 
<laughs> Nobody else is getting near them. Uh, Lisa takes a seat and is sort of rubbing her temples and goes, Oh, getting to that bank. Forget the referendum, forget the government. We need to make sure our friends survive. If we can't protect our friends, then what's the point? Here, here. It's okay. We're going to do it. They're not going to die. Sorry, Lisa's looking particularly frazzled. Oh dear. Is she fluffed up? I, I think you should. Yes. I think you should take a take a minute. Uh, Mrs. Thamesland. Um, what we need. Aquilad doesn't have a lot of minutes. Well, what we need. No, but uh, more haste, less speed. What we need is a grappling gun, 200 feet of hemp and rope, some pitons, a glass cutter, and a small hairy gnome called George. Uh, Did you say crouton? Pitons. Pete Tong, we need Pete Tong. What's he doing? It's all gone a bit, Pete Tong. Well, I've got a croutons <laughs> in this bowl here. I can do you. Oh, pass them over. 50 feet of rope, a bowl oh, of croutons, okay. and a backgammon set. Which I have as a <laughs> no, inexplicable No, we, we definitely need the small hairy gnome called no. George. <laughs> okay. Uh, after a while, the doors open and uh, the Chancellor arrives. Uh, she's resplendent in a long, flowing robe with many flowers and golden tassels. Her head is crowned with a massive crest. It's very sort of Time Lordy. Uh, she bounces up to Perrin and shakes you by the, ha- by the hand. She says, oh, Perrin, I'm delighted that you have come. You should have called ahead. Oh, I was going to go to a cabinet meeting, but I can hold them off. Come, 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 come. Sit down, sit down. I'm delighted okay. by your presence. Oh, it's so lovely to see you again. Oh, I thought you, you were so busy and important that you'd just forget me. Oh, no, I could never forget you. You're so interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, here's my uh, PA. Uh, Stephen, Stephen. And uh, another dragonborn is sort of more toned down robe and collar arrives. Uh, this is Stephen, my PA. Uh, Stephen, take their coats. Oh, you're not not wearing coats, are you? Um, bags. Take their bags or something. Uh, take something, Stephen. You can take these empty bowls and bring them back with more food in. Yes, Chancellor. You could take my imaginary goat. No, thank you. I think we may need the imaginary goat. It's always very important <laughs> to go into... An exploit with an imaginary goat. Uh, rather pointlessly, Stephen uh, picks up some of your bags and just moves them four inches uh, <laughs> towards the hat stand. And uh, the Chancellor goes, Oh, thank you, Stephen. Yes, Chancellor. Now, you are no doubt here because of the uh, delegation and the recent troubles. Uh, though how you found out is a mystery to me. Oh, do tell Yes, that's exactly what we're here for. Um, you- we're just very concerned for the stability of Draconia. Yes. Uh, I don't think Aguilad was paying attention, though, so perhaps you could repeat everything for his benefit? Oh, it was. They were talking about the legs all collapsing and, and the city falling over. That's what you meant by stability, uh, isn't it? Oh, dear. I've heard all about you, Mr. Aguilad. Uh, uh, of course, of course. First, first, uh, drinks. Uh, Stephen, the drinks. Uh, how about some uh, crystal water from the falls of the Wormhold? Or how about fine wine from the depths of the Wyvern Caves? What about yes to both? Oh, yes. Uh, take some cups and uh, Stephen, pour. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How long have you been saying on that one? Oh, my phone. <laughs> How did you know I'm texting you? Are you just texting me? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, Excuse me, Chancellor. You're going to have to yes. go to the Joanne Hall at some point. Um, <laughs> it's just around the corner. Good luck Yay. with my name. Excuse me, Chancellor. Uh, um, yes, Mr. Yeah, Penn. Now that you mentioned drinks, um, I was wondering, I did hear that you have a fountain. Of, uh, Her face falls a little as you mention this. Oh dear. Ah, yes. The, the fountain of youth. Well, uh, I, I uh, of course, was one of the privileged few who uh, had a had a swig before it all uh, dried up. That was uh, ooh, about... 60, 70 years ago. Oh dear. Uh, I know, I don't look a, a day older than 30, but. Uh, well, yes, it's. Do you know it's why a it's dried time. up? Well, it's uh, magic, you know, it's uh, a bit temperamental, it's uh, mysterious, uh, some might say, and uh, difficult to understand, but uh, I, th- I I suspect it has uh, something to do with the, uh, the reactor uh, in the middle of the city. Uh, possibly uh, didn't do it many favours. Uh, however, uh, we, um, we we do trust that we've got something of a stockpile for emergencies and such, uh, uh, but uh, it's rather a lengthy waiting list, and the uh, the bank is somewhat uh, reluctant to hear new cases. And uh, the last time they gave out a sample was, uh, well, it must have been about... Uh, 50 or so years ago they're, they're very protective of it i must oh say oh dear so in 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 uh, well in theory if there was somebody who had been i i don't know poisoned by by exposure to a reactor um they wouldn't be able to get any help from the bank well it depends on your connections mostly and how um how well the bank uh, considers you, and uh, well, and uh, they'd have to do a background check, and uh, it would uh, take some time. And uh, do you think that they could fast track it for somebody who could have been a citizen of Draconia had they not been abandoned as an infant and has had a hard time? Uh, Perry, can you make a persuasion check? Yeah, I can. Say, so, trying to get to my dice. Um, what's my persuasion? Uh, 17? Hmm. Um, she says, I think that might be a good angle. Yes, I shall look into that, my good friend. Uh, Perrin, you're not ill, are you? Oh dear, please say you're not ill. Uh, I'm just very, I've had such a, a hard youth and such a rough time. Per- Perrin has been irradiated and may turn blue. Yes, well, that's happened to me and nobody else I know. And, and uh, and have have a good scan of you and and uh, as soon as we can uh, uh, a scan no i'm terrified of doctors after that one time when i was 8 and they threw me out of the hospital <laughs> uh, i think you're going to have to make a deception check fuck okay okay 8 uh she goes Perrin, you don't have to lie to me. If it's something embarrassing, we can talk about it in private later. Okay. Like, 
Um, now, uh, the rest of you, uh, the delegation, yes, important things that you should know. But before she can speak, the doors open and a huge shadow covers the room. Baron, you feel a shiver of pure fear grips you like nothing you've felt before. It's a primal, deep-seated terror, and you almost feel the earth tremble as this figure stomps its way closer. It's a shape ducking into the room, and then you see that it's a human man, about six foot two, wearing a long black robe with a yellow shirt and tie. He's crowned with a golden circlet, and he moves with smooth grace. And the Chancellor says, Oh, Mr. Morgan, I didn't realise you'd be here. Chancellor, how many times must I tell you? Call me JP, everyone does. Of course, I've come to meet with these very fine friends of yours. And uh, he walks up to mm, Victrina and uh, takes you by the hand. Ah. Victrina Crested Grieve, if I'm not mistaken. Very uh, nice to meet ooh. you, Mr. J.P. Morgan. Those are some interesting uh, gauntlets you're wearing there. Yes, oh, yeah, they're, they're elvish. Do you like them? Ah, uh, yes. And he pulls them off your hands and puts them in his pocket. Excuse me? Yes. Excuse me, he... sir. Um, you just took my gauntlets. Yes, I did. He walks over to your bags can, can I have uh, by the stand. Excuse me. He starts just rifling through your coats and pockets and goes, mm, yes, and just starts putting things in his pocket. Excuse me. It has. Wait a second, you thieving bastard. It has come to my attention that you've been going after some associates of mine. I need not tell you it'd be a bad idea for you to try anything like that with me. He uh, walks over to the fireplace and he starts looking at himself in the mirror and uh, adjusting his tie. He keeps his back to you and he sort of picks at his teeth, splattering some plaque all over the mirror and bits of food. And he picks up an ornament from the mantelpiece and pockets it. Now, Miss Chancellor, if you would like to run along, get me some uh, pudding. There's a good addition. Uh, if it's all the same, I would prefer to... Chancellor, I hold all of your debts, both personal and professional, and if you don't... If you don't want me to start calling them in, I expect you to do as you are told. <laughs> he walks over and sort of pats her cheek patronisingly. There now. Run along. Agrilad puts his, ha- Agrilad puts his hand up. Um, as soon as the Chancellor's out of the room, uh, JP turns to you. Says, you had a question, little yeah, child? Yeah, I keep hearing people talking about debts and calling them in. Are they like yetis? He folds his arms and he smiles like a cracked wall. <laughs> you are funny little people, aren't you? I can't believe you defeated my brothers. Well, <laughs> Pfizer, I can understand. But uh, the Murdoch? How have you managed that? Well, story for another time, I think. He <laughs> fell off a very high thing. I was going to say we'll let it be a mystery. Uh, he walks up to you, Pen, and uh, looks at you, and uh, then he takes your your monocle off your face and uh, pockets it. Oh, that rather rather fetching. I think I'll have that. <clears throat> now, the rest of you, I hope you all understand the situation you're in. 
No. I'm slightly no, I'm, confused. I'm quite confused. Yeah, me too. Well, here is how it will go. You are going to leave this country. Uh, you are never going to return. You're going to go back to Darnorth. No. And you're going to live out the rest of your silly little lives no. without disturbing anyone else. No. You will not make any moves against any of the industrial giants. You will not make any moves against any of my brothers. Do I make myself clear? Fuck that. I'm sorry for my language. I think there's a small problem with that. Oh, yes? We're representatives of Darnorth. I know. I hold all of your government's major debts. Debts built up as you what is a debt? try to rebuild your It's when, like, somebody lends you money and then they want it back. With interest. With interest. Yeah, you have to pay extra. Well, yeah, if, if, if I lent somebody some money, I'd be interested in getting it back at some point. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you, have to, you, you have to pay extra to them to... So, like, the if, I was, to, if I was to lend you, like, a copper piece... Yeah. You'd then give me back with an extra copper piece. Yes. And that's a debt. Yes. That sounds Except stupid. That it is stupid, and he's not talking copper pieces, he's talking, like, millions of gold pieces. Well, so if you borrow millions of gold pieces... Much? I don't know. Uh, he walks over to Perrin, and uh, he looks at your flower crown and goes, hmm, yes, plucks it off your head and uh, drops it on the floor and steps on it. Oh, how clumsy of me. I really don't like you, no. lad. <sighs> oh, no. What? Why? Why, would, why would you do that? Uh, he goes over to Aguilad and uh, looks at you and goes, well, you don't seem to own a lot, do you? <laughs> I own my pride. Well, every man has his price. I'm sure I can... Uh, wrestle it away from you eventually. Uh, he licks his hand and then just pats you on the top of the head. Yeah. Now, are you going to do as you're told? Or do I have to get serious with you? I think I'd like to see some seriousness, please. <laughs> Very well. A quick phone call and I will have your government on its knees. Your Gorlak, I will have him removed. Your government will collapse within a few days. Uh, the debts will be called in. Uh, your schools and your roads and your infrastructure. Uh, forget about them being built. Uh, your children will go hungry. Your poor will go cold. But if you want to keep your government alive, I suggest you do as you're told. You see, you've told me so much with that one little bit of conversation. Mm -hmm. You've told me that you're scared of us, and if you're scared of us, that means we can win. Uh, he raises an eyebrow, and he, he puts his face right up close to yours and goes, I blow a raspberry in his face. <laughs> uh, he licks it off his own face. Oh, I hope he's irradiated <laughs> now. Just how, um, can I just ask uh, how, um completely scared out of her mind Lisa Townsland is at this moment uh, like eyes really really wide and like she's on the edge of tears I think at this point we will take what you say under advisement Mr Morgan um, so if you'll leave us to get to it well I could do that 
But then I could also do a few other things before you go. Uh, I'd like you all to empty out your pockets. Well, no, no, no. because you'll already have a debt to me. Uh, Pen, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that would be a 14. Oh boy, uh, you are lifted off the ground. I put him by down! Some envisional force. Put uh, my friend down! Mr. Morgan, why would I do that? While he's distracted, yeah. can I pick his pocket? Uh, yeah, make a. Is it a dex check, I think, isn't it? Slight of hand. hand. Yeah. Roll them dice. Come on. Ooh, 19. Okay, nice. Yeah. You pick his pocket, and from his pocket, you take a. Hmm, what would be the most interesting thing? You take a small yellow talisman from his pocket, and. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Okay, that one's not so good. Eight. It burns your hand, and you drop it. I I can uh, see Aquilad uh, doing this, and I try to distract um, Mr. Morgan by drawing my sword. Put my friend down. Uh, he's already dropped pen after um, um, Aquilad dropped the talisman. Uh, he reaches down and picks up the talisman and puts it back in his pocket, and uh, he says. You've all made some very bad mistakes here, I'm afraid. No. Well, there's no new in that. Uh, he takes a few steps back from you, Victrina, and sort of moves towards the door. And uh, he says, If you're not out of this city by nightfall, I'm afraid I'll have to do something... I can guarantee that you won't see me after nightfall. <laughs> you will leave me and the other giants alone. Do I make myself Now, does clear? that include all the giants that we've already killed? But obviously not. What? Don't be stupid. Why Why would you say something so... Just, That's really stupid what you just said. We have a real, you know, track record... For killing giants, um, and I just think that if I was a giant, I would be a bit careful around this and not nick our stuff. Which reminds me, Mr. Morgan, you owe me for a monocle. Oh, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and I would take interest. He points a finger at you, and he says, "I think you'll be staying here." If you're so determined to stay in this country, then you'll stay. And a magical box appears all around you. A force cage has now entrapped you on all sides. And Mr. Morgan chuckles to himself and leaves, slamming the door behind him. And you're all trapped in this force cage. As you sort of batter on it, you realise that it's not budging. And Perrin, just as you're, I don't know, probably kicking the walls <laughs> of this force cage, mm-hmm. you hear a whisper in your ear. Perrin, <gasps> that was him. That's the Yellow Lord. Wait, what?
campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Ain Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Aqualad. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com slash the campaign trail. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at the campaign cast, on facebook.com forward slash campaign cast, at soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Mm-hmm.